This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. But let's take a look at the le- at the rest of the slate in Major League Baseball because we ha- do have some good matchups, at least on paper. Let's go to New York where the Mets and the Braves are uh, matching up here in a series that I feel like there is going to be no love lost. These are two teams that were fighting for the division uh, at the end of the season last year, but it was the Phillies that came out uh, the best team in that division going all the way to the World Series. Speaking of, we have a World Series rematch today as well, uh, but sticking with this Atlanta and New York game, Max Freed going for the Braves, 1-0 with a .6 ERA, and the Mets are throwing David Peterson, 1-3, 7-3-6 ERA. The Braves minus 140, the Mets plus 115, total seven and a half runs. Uh, Jenks, is, is there an angle here that you like? Yeah, I really like Braves' first five money line at minus 145. I'll just roll with Max Freed here. He's allowed a total of one run in three starts this season, and Peterson has been flat out awful this month, an ERA over eight. Also, when you look at run production in the first five innings, which is the bat here, Braves are third overall in the majors on the road, averaging 3.83 runs per game. The Mets are the fourth worst team in Major League Baseball in the first five. So let's just roll with the better starting pitcher. Go with the Bravos here. Especially since the Braves' bullpen cannot be trusted. Look at mm-hmm. the monstrosity that we saw last night to the Marlins, who can't score off anybody. So I think the Braves are absolutely the best-case scenario for a first-five bet because they have an offense that's out and running early in the game, and also they have a good starting rotation. The bullpen's absolutely the problem. So I think first-five is definitely the way to go, especially when it's not at that threshold that's unbettable. Uh, You know, if it's anything over minus 150, and plus we've talked about this before, when you take first-five money line, you also can get a push, which is not a loss. Like you're never getting a push in a full game. So just another outcome that kind of makes your bet feel a little bit safer. Let's go to Chicago, the White Sox. My goodness, bless their hearts. Uh, facing Tampa Bay today. They're uh, plus 125 home dogs, raise minus 150. And we've got Zach Eflin going for Tampa Bay. 3-0, and 2-8-1 ERA against Lucas Giolito, who's wanted to with a 4-5-0 ERA. Jenks, do we just keep blindly fading the White Sox here? Hell yes. I'm hammering the Rays here. How do you not? Uh, like, why is this only minus 150? Seriously. At some point, I know the White Sox losing streak will come to an end, but I don't know if tonight's the night. Lucas Giolito faced the Rays last time out. This is the exact same matchup that we saw a week ago, and the Rays won that game 4-1. to one. So Lucas Giolito is very good, but Zach Eflin has been great. And to me, I like the full game minus 150 here because the Rays have the best bullpen in the American League with an ERA of 2.49. The White Sox have the third worst bullpen in the American League with an ERA over six. So I I feel like these starting pitchers are fairly comparable. Maybe Eflin has a bit of an advantage, but the White Sox aren't doing anything right now. Their bullpen could give it up late, and it's only minus 150. Again, and I get it's a little juicy, but I am stunned this is not minus 175, minus 180, so I'm going to play it. I'm sure it'll move. So if you do like the Rays and you want to play it, I would play that now because I would imagine yep. a lot of people are going to see the results for the White Sox And they're going to think exactly the same things that we are thinking. I think it's a pretty good angle when you have a team that's bad already 
And then they have a bullpen that can blow it. So even if Lucas Giolito goes out there and has a good game, they can't shut the door. Like, Dole, uh, and going against this Rays offense, it's one of the best in baseball. Top five in most statistical categories. So, you know, even if the Rays bats are quiet for the first five innings, there's a good chance that they're going to wake up at some point. So I'll take the better offense here, the better starting pitcher, and the team with the much more trustworthy bullpen. Let's go Tampa Bay in this one. Kind of a square play, but against the White Sox, can't trust them right now uh, to win a game. Let's go to Boston. We've got the Guardians and the Red Sox. Guardians minus 135, Red Sox plus 110. Total eight and a half runs. Shane Bieber going for... I wanted to say the tribe, but the guardians, the guards, I guess that's their nickname. Maybe Mm -hmm. Uh, one and one, three, two, three ERA, Nick Favetta for the Red Sox. One and one, four, five, eight ERA. Uh, Jenks, do we have a nickname for the guardians? Am I just throwing out things here? Because I feel like you need at least one more nickname than just your mascot. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, That's a good question. Do you have one? The the old, the Deans? No, that's not good. The guards, what do they call them in Cleveland? The old, the G's, I mean, oh no, God, don't come to me G's. because I'm coming up with some, some really terrible suggestions here. Like everyone's like, ah, Jenkins, you can excuse yourself from the room. You're not helping yourself out at all. I I, I like the guardians here. Minus 135. Why not? I, I never trust Nick Pavetta. Never. Now your sabotage factor is the guardians bats have been cold, like really cold, but Pavetta has allowed nine earned runs in what his last nine and two thirds innings pitched. Bieber has given up three earned runs or fewer in his last five starts. Guardians also 20 and eight in their last 28 games on the road going back to last season. So, and Matt made a really good point too. It's been really cold in Cleveland. So they've been playing at home. It's been, you know, the wind's been blowing in. It's been freezing there. So maybe that has something to do with it. We're going to see better weather in Boston today. I think this is a fair price on the Guardians and I am anti-Pavetta anti-pavetta so i'm going i'm going g's i'm going dns here i kind of like the g's i think i'm gonna roll with that that's gonna be their new nickname here on the show the g's uh going against the red sox i do like the guardians but it doesn't feel like one that's gonna make the card for me the guardians have been so up and down uh because sometimes the offense just isn't there and this is kind of something we've seen over the past couple of years for the guardians where they're not like a power hitting team they hit for singles they hit for average but sometimes the run production just isn't there what you can count on is usually saint shane bieber is going to have a good one they're bullpen top five in major league baseball and maybe you can add in the fact that maybe the red sox bullpen can come in and blow it uh so i'll go full game guardians and i think if you like the red sox like maybe you only take a chance in the first five i know we've had this discussion on the show saying well maybe the red sox bullpen is not that bad uh, I'm just saying that the Guardians bullpen is way better. We know the arms in the bullpen for the Guardians. Uh, top end stuff. So I'll go Guardians full game. Next up, we've got a good one between the Yankees and the Rangers because we have Jacob DeGrom throwing for the Rangers. Texas minus 190 on the money line because of that. Yankees plus 155. Total seven and a half runs. Clark Schmidt going for the pinstripes. 0-2, ERA. But speaking of untrustworthy bullpens, the Rangers are one of the worst in the league uh, that kind of come in and blow it because it's a good team, great offense. And I'll say this, the mm-hmm. Rangers have won every single game that Jacob DeGrom has pitched, but they're also minus 190. So uh, is there a case to be made for the Rangers on the run line here, Jenks? Or are you going the other way? 
Here's what I'm going to do. And I love this pick. This is my favorite pick. Of the- I'm just trying to decide if I'm going, if I'm going to add the Rays to this pick because you know me, I'm up for the week. I want to have a, I want to have a good week going to the weekend as a winner. I love Rangers first five run line. If you, you're going to have yep. to lay a little juice, but Rangers first five run line is just a half run. It's minus 150. Now, Clark Schmidt has been trailing after five innings in four of his last five starts in two road starts this season. He's given up seven earned in seven and a third innings. The Rangers absolutely rake against right-handed pitching, the fourth best average in all of baseball. Oh, by the way, I get to back Jacob deGrom. And last night, Aaron Judge ended up leaving the game with some sort of issue with his hip. So I would not be surprised if he doesn't even play. So you're telling me I get Jacob DeGrom facing Clark Schmidt, and there's a very strong possibility that Aaron Judge won't play. Rangers, first five, run line minus 150. I'm all over this game. Yeah, that's the only way to play the Rangers right now is in the first five Uh, because you get the better offense here too. This is an offense that likes to feast in the first five. Second most run scored in all of baseball in the first five innings, averaging nearly four runs a game in the first five innings alone. So when you get like the fifth starter for the Yankees, especially for a Yankees team that doesn't get a ton of production from the back of their lineup, yeah, I'm going to be on the Rangers here in the first five. Reduce the juice and get it on the run line. Uh, up next, let's go to the World Series rematch. Phillies, Astros, Aaron Nola, Framber Valdez squaring off here. Houston minus 160, Philly plus 135, total seven and a half runs. Do you think this adds another layer to this game, the fact that it's a World Series rematch? Sort of, but not really. Just because some of the big names are out, like Bryce Harper's not playing for the Phillies, Jose Altuve is not playing for the Astros, so kind of, but also the Phillies are not playing like they did at the end of last season. The Astros are kind of banged up. They're just now starting to put it together, so... I don't think it's too much of a factor. Like, I can't imagine the Phillies saying, let's get some revenge in an early regular season game. Like, maybe in the postseason that might be a factor. But I I think I would look, and I need to wait for this number to come out. I think I would go Astros first five run line. You know, I love these first five run lines and money lines. Just because Aaron Nola is a guy that who's been okay this season, giving up at least three runs in every start this year. But also, he's faced in his last three games the Rockies, Reds, and Marlins not lineups known for knocking the cover off the ball. So give me Astros first five run line. I need to look at the price, but that will definitely reduce the juice here. I think I'll go on the other side. I think if there's a candidate yeah. for dog of the day, I think maybe this is it because you're right. Philly has not looked like a good team to start the season, but all of a sudden they've won five of their last six games. The offense is starting to come alive. And so I think at this price, like if there's ever a shot at plus money for a team that kind of underachieves to start the season, I think this is it. Like the Astros too, I should say, have kind of rounded into form. Um, But like I said, sometimes you got to take a risk on some plus money plays. I think maybe the Phillies are the team to do it. So either on the money line or maybe on the run line, getting the one and a half. So I do like the Phillies maybe to make it interesting against the Astros. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.